Here we are. Welcome to the DCI episode number seven. One of my personal favorite numbers. I don't really know why. Why is seven such a special number? Seven ties to a lot of things, man. I mean, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of biblical things that go to seven. Okay. There, there's just a lot of there's there's a lot of things that tie to seven. It's always considered the lucky number. Sure. Yeah. You exactly. Know, so. Yeah. So it's what you want to get in craps, right? Is that the deal? Right? Seven, seven or 11. eleven? Yep. And I mean, if you go to the casinos, they always have all of your slot yeah, machines are always seven, like seven, seven, seven. seven, yeah. seven yeah. So yeah. Cool. All right. Well, speaking of that, we were in Vegas not that long ago, but we're not going to revisit that. But we are going to talk about episode seven here. We are going to go back through a quick snapshot of episode six. So we talked about card shows, right? Obviously yep. something that we do a ton of. I was actually looking at our board earlier today. So the national is less than three months away. Man, I'm so excited. We have 20 shows on the board between now and the national. National not counting. And I think there's only like 11 weeks. So that's, we're, we're doing good. We're busy and we're everywhere. So, yep. um, but we talked about you know, card shows. And I know that we're going to do another episode of that and probably right after the national, because we have so many new shows we've Mm -hmm. been attending. So we'll talk about that down the road. The other thing that we've done since the last episode is we shot our, our first episode of DCI after hours. And that was something a little bit different. Um, the first episode got released onto our YouTube and then going forward, it's on our Patreon. Um, so that's something. So if you haven't checked that out, youtube.com to watch our first episode, it is the edited version. It's the child safe version. And then if you go to Patreon, you will find the non child safe version of that. The best thing about that versus here is I actually get to have a cigar while we talk. This is, this is, I'm I'm just going to start firing one up in the office. (laughs) There is actually a, um, uh, one of the tiers in our Patreon is called, I think it's called Sticks and Stones, where it's literally, I think it's like eight bucks a month, and someone is just to buy us a drink or a cigar. Nice. Yeah. So they get nothing else other than access, and then they buy us a drink or cigar. Sweet. So we appreciate it's you. It's only eight dollars though. It's eight bucks a month. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say because I don't, I don't, I don't smoke a stick that's less than fifteen dollars a stick. So well, maybe we'll need two people to cover you <laughs> Which, on that. Where, where most of those are like thirty and thirty-five dollars yeah, sticks. So. Yeah. So, but anyway, so still a really cool thing, and we'll make sure that if you've done the sticks and stones package, that we call you out, and say, hey, thank you so much to Joey or whoever nice. for providing this. So nice. there's a bunch of other stuff, but anyway, so Patreon.com. So check us out on there. So, all right. So what we're gonna discuss today here is we want to talk about some of the um, recent changes that are happening inside the business of DCI. Okay. And one of those is in regards to labels. So I'd love for you to kind of take that away and talk about some of the new upcoming things that are in our new label. Absolutely. So we, everybody has seen our slab label Mm -hmm. where it's the white with the black. So we wanted to be uh, more uniformed on our approach with those labels. And so we have our new RCR labels coming out. Sure which will be more matching to our actual slab label. Now, there is an added benefit to the new labels coming out. Every card that is in a new label will go through an authentication process. Got it. They will be measured. They will be authenticated. Everything will be done just like a normal grade on the card would be. In the past, all of our previous RCR cards, we just graded the card's condition. Uh, we looked at the car, we graded the condition, we didn't do the measuring, we didn't do whether or not measuring, you know, checking to see if it was, you know, 100% authentic. And, you know, some people have come to us and been like, hey, you graded this card, and it's not authentic. Yes, because we just graded the card, 
and because we weren't encapsulating them. Sure. We were yeah. providing – it's just like – if you send a reprint into PSA, they're going to grade the card for you. It's going to come back on the label as a reprint. Well, these were just all RCR cards that we were just grading the card and its condition. Yeah. So with the new labels, we will now authenticate the card through the process, and we will even have an authentic altered and, and so on with the particular label. So if the card has been trimmed or is you know any type of questionable authenticity – they will be tagged as questionable authenticity, gotcha. and then the authentic alters will be would tagged as as an altered card. So. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Now, are we starting to authenticate autographs yet in that new process? We have not started the authentication of the autograph part yet, but that is something that we are going to do. Yep, um, we will probably do that when the new labels hit the hit the shelves. We'll probably do the authentication of autographs because you can't be a grading company if you're not authenticating. You sure. know, autographs and everything else. So yeah. uh, if there's any questionable authenticity on the autograph, those will be kicked back as well. And then we're, we're going full force just like you sent the cards into the office and they went through – uh, the full steps here. We're going to do the same thing on the RCRs. That makes sense. So, so that's a good uh, proof for you know this next progression step. As we keep taking steps, right? We keep releasing this. It's all about that transparency and the education and all those things. One hundred percent. Yeah, we we want to be transparent with all of our customers. Yep. Uh, and this is just another one of those steps. Also, if you have previously graded a card with us mm-hmm. in an RCR form that has the old label on it. bring those to us at the show or mail them in. We will put them in new label holders for you for free. So we're not going to charge. We want to make sure all of our customers have our new labels. If they want our new labels to make sure the card is fully authentic, to make sure there's no, you know, trimming or anything along those lines. So they'll go through the full authentication process that way and get the new label attached and it's free of charge. Gotcha. So what happens if during that process, we find out that a card had an issue at that point? Yeah, meaning, meaning, uh, meaning it was graded a seven before, and now we found out that the card actually had an authenticity issue, or maybe the card had been trimmed. What would we do at that point? So at that point, it's going to go, it's going to be moved up, just like if the card was mailed into us mm-hmm. to be encapsulated. The, the encapsulation portion of the grades have to be re-reviewed anyway. Sure. And so we would not encapsulate any card that has been you know deemed as altered or non-authentic yep so it's best that you run through and get our new label and provide that you know get that authenticity done to the card so that way when the slabs come out you do have those to be able to slap so we would return those cards in a if it's an authentic card it would get returned in an authentic altered Mm-hmm. new tamper-proof RCR label. Yep. So, Yeah, and I, and I bring that up for people because if you had shipped that card in to go ahead and have that card encapsulated, mm-hmm. you would have still paid the encapsulation fee at that point. But because of the fact that we're doing this for free to get those labels yep. changed and make sure that everything is completely good with that, then that's, you know, that's a different thing. I'd rather get that done if there was any sort of issue for free than to have paid for the encapsulation yep. and then find out that I you know, didn't yep. get what I thought. So hundred percent. That's awesome. Yep. So. And I mean, we're doing the full measurings at the shows now, uh, the, the whole nine yards. So yeah. anything previously that you see in the old DCI labels, uh, just remember those are just cards graded by the condition of the card. They have not been measured. They have not been authenticated. 
but going forward with the new labels, when you see the new white front labels with the black black on the back, just yep. like our slab labels, yeah, for sure, those are one hundred percent authentic. Cool, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Any other notes or any other thing that kind of you know spurred all of this, or what's on? What's your thoughts? You know. I mean, we just wanted to be able to provide the best thing for our customers mm-hmm. and just get in the feedback from a few people, you know, with the, you know, people were asking, you know, what do you believe this card is authentic? Y'all graded it, blah, blah, blah. We wanted to make sure that our products that we provide to the customers, people can rest assured when they buy our label that it's 100% authentic. Sure. Yeah, that's good. Great move. Cool. Um, so I want to move on to, as we as we talk about cards, as we always do, right? Okay. Current events and all this stuff. There's a lot of things going on right now in the sports card world. So we have the NBA playoffs are going on right now. So we're going to start. We'll touch on some of that. You've got the NFL draft that's coming up. You have NHL is about to start their playoffs. You have the Major League Baseball is, you know, in its first month-ish kind of time frame there so you have all the major sports going on in in a lot of different avenues so i kind of i'm going to start with nba a little bit um i know you'll watch you know and pay attention to some nba but want to talk about the investments that could be out there there's a couple rising stars that are going on right now um two namely would be jordan Poole and jalen brunson have both had a really really good playoffs right now You've seen this a hundred times, right? The hot player happens, the hot rookies, things start to go crazy. What's your thoughts on buying into that hype, or do you just kind of sit back and and wait? No, I'm not buying any of that. Not 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 the first card. Um, I mean, a lot of people. I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a buy and flip in an hour or a day type mm-hmm. guy anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there are a lot of people out there that do that. <clears throat> so. If, if that's something that floats your boat and something you enjoy doing, then, I mean, yeah, you can buy some of that stuff on, on, the, on the hype and then turn around and flip it when he has a big game. But that's just not my, not my thing. So sure. uh, I'm not buying Jalen Brunson. I'm not buying uh, Jordan Poole. I'm not buying any of that stuff. Yeah. That's just that's gotcha. a total waste for me. Yeah. So there's ways that our viewers can get in and out if they get in and out quickly, but you can get hurt a lot too, right? That yes. could have been Jordan Poole's last phenomenal game, and then it just uh, tanks yeah, from there. Exactly. So. I mean, look at Tyler Hero. He went yeah. off in that bubble. There, yeah. You know, yeah, that thing sure. people were like going crazy over Tyler Hero, yep. and then it just tanked. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I don't play that game. That makes sense. So what about some of the, you know, the stronger veteran players that have been out in the league right now that may, you know, when you think of like a Steph Curry or you think of Jason Tatum, that's been around for a few years, Luca's still in it right now. So like, what are the thought process around any of those types of people that are a little bit more established? Yeah. I mean, the, the Luca market, I still think it's so high that there's just not enough room to make any money on Luca right now. And I just don't think they're going to have, you know, and I'm going to say this, and hopefully this is not a rewind back <laughs> later to say, uh, you know, they actually won. But, I, you know, I love Luca. I've made that comment before. I'm a Dallas Mass fan. But I just don't think they have the team that's going to get them the NBA championship. The team that I think is still going to win the NBA championship is Steph Curry and, and the Golden and the State Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, 100%. I think they're going to be the ones to take it all. Um, and I mean, some of these other guys, I mean, I just don't, I don't think they're going to have enough, but when you're looking at doing the investment side of the cards, it's not just about here. Here's a prime example for you. Who won the Super Bowl? This last year? Yeah. Matt Safford. Okay. How much of his card prices went up 
after he won the Super Bowl. They did not. They did Which not. is really sad as a at Lions all. fan. At all. And it's because of Stafford doesn't have that brand. Mm-hmm. And so everything in card collecting and investing, you have to look at the brand of the players. Steph Curry has a good brand. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan has a good brand. Luka has a good brand. That's what drives his stuff up the way yeah. it is right now. Uh, those guys have good brands. Jason Tatum is a phenomenal player, but he don't have a brand. So, therefore, his stuff don't go astronomically high like sure. Luca, sure, uh, and so on. So, um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the prices for Luca right now. We we discussed that yeah. at, at yeah, on sure. the after hours did, thing. Yeah. I do believe. I think he's one of the most uh, overpriced athletes yeah. that are out there. But uh, I do like Luca, but. Not not for car prices. That makes sense. So one of the things that I had as a theory, so using Matt Stafford as an example, so I think that the longer that it takes for a rookie to become heavily established in the league, the the further that their chances go down. So yeah. Stafford, obviously, you know, I mean, what was this, his 12th season or something like that, finally made that run. Before mm-hmm. that, I think he had one win in the playoffs over the first, you know, 11 seasons or whatever more. So I think because of that, I think that it hurts – almost like a recency bias type of a thing comparative to Joe Burrow, whose prices went vertical because recent, right? The more recent player who didn't win. And so, see, I am an LSU tiger. Anybody who yeah. knows me, it's, it's go tigers all the way. Yeah. But come on. Right. People lost their ass on Joe Burrow. There For is sure. no reason that they should have ever been paying those types of prices People have so much FOMO, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that's and, 100%. And they've true. got to quit driving the prices of those cards up like that and, and losing. I mean, we're, we're talking like tens of thousands of dollars on some of the high-end stuff. And yeah. It's like, so. so a couple notable teams have already been knocked out of the playoffs. So the Hawks got knocked out. So obviously Trey Young um, is done. And then the another other one, one that never his car prices should never be where they're at. They'll never have a team. Yeah. The other one though is the Nets, who leading into the season, I believe, were the odds on favor to win the whole thing. They got swept by the Celtics 4-0. So what do you think about Kevin Durant? And that's I mean, that's Kevin's team, right? That's KD's team. He's an established player. Yeah. But to get swept like that is just that can't be good for his prices, right? Or do you think it has no impact? <sighs> I mean, his stuff had already taken a big fall anyway Sure. Uh, on Durant. And, you know, I think Durant's getting up there in age and for the things he's accomplished, you know, through his career, I just don't see a good investment on Durant. And and I, th- I think Durant is a great shooter. He's a great player, but not inside that organization. You know, I mentioned earlier that it has to do with brand. It also has to do with organizations. Yeah. And so it's the organizations that, that are going to, you know, make and break a lot of these teams. So it's one reason why LeBron wanted to go to L.A. I mean, yeah. you, you don't see him running up to Brooklyn to play, do you? I think he recently said he may want to go to Brooklyn to Did play. Did he really? He, he might have. Don't quote me on that. But he may have said that he wants to go uh, there. He wants to go there and play with KD and yeah, try to probably. establish him a super team there and try yeah. to get another championship. Yeah. Okay. So, Whatever. Well, he's already played with Kyrie before, too. So maybe that. You know. They don't like each other. Yeah, well, that's you know. why that's why they fell out in Cleveland. Right. Well, I mean, they've got a love hate relationship yeah. that maybe it may work. So, mm. all right, I'm gonna grab my notes because I want we're gonna do quick hits on this one right now. So, and we are going to rewind this back and see how you did on this. So, okay. Dallas Mavs are currently up against the Utah Jazz, three games to two. Who's gonna win the series? Dallas. Okay. 
The Golden State Warriors versus the Denver Nuggets. The Warriors are up three to one. The Warriors. Okay. Grizzlies versus the Minnesota Timberwolves and Memphis on the back of John Morant is up three to two. Who's going to win? Memphis. You think so? Okay. The 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. Philly is leading three to two. That's going to be the 76ers. Okay. The Milwaukee Bucks and Chicago Bulls and the Bucks are up three to two right now. Yeah, that's that's the Bucks, and I and I know I picked all the ones that yeah. are yeah, that leading are by right game, yeah. but there's there's a reason. I mean, the, 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 all of those teams are going to be the ones to win. I mean, even if it was tied two to two, you still think I'd those, still yeah. think those are the teams. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, they're they're strong teams. Don't get me wrong. I mean, so. just the Grizzlies and the the was it Timberwolves. Yep. I mean, that's another one. Anthony Edwards on there. I think he's a phenomenal player. Yeah, but he's sure. way overpriced. Yeah. John Moran is a phenomenal player. Way overpriced. People are going nuts on that. True. And he well, is so injury well. prone, though. Yeah. And he, every time he jumps, he's like as big around as my finger. I'm expecting him to like break <laughs> when he hits the ground. So um, he is having you know a really good series. I think he dropped 30 points last night in, yeah. in that game five. Yeah. So. He's a great, great player. Yeah, but for sure. Not a long-term investment. Cool. So let's talk about the upcoming NBA uh, – sorry, NBA – NFL draft is actually tomorrow. So we're filming this on Wednesday. Okay. It should come out later this week. So um, by the time this drops, it may already have happened. But the okay. NFL draft. So a couple of cool questions. Anything that you know about the NFL draft for this year or players that you may be watching? No, it's trash. Okay, perfect. Step number two, <laughs> best quarterbacks. I don't know. All trash. If that, if, that, if that tells you anything, I don't know anything at all about yeah. any of no, those quarterbacks. I saw some of the names on ESPN, but I don't even remember who they were. Yeah. There's like an Ohio State wide receiver that's supposed to be halfway Correct. decent yeah. that's coming out. Uh, there's one other quarterback. I don't know what it – yeah, no. Cool. I have no yeah, there's, it's actually doesn't look like that good of a draft class, so you're not that far off on that. But Yeah, but hey, you know what? What? The price of prism football next year will go up. Well, of course, it's going mean, to it's going to go up another. <laughs> they, it's going to go up another twenty percent. Yeah, even for such even a, with a weak class. Yes, yeah. We will get to that in a moment. But here is one that you may know. Your team, your favorite team. I'm going to go with Chiefs, right? Okay. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. All right. Kansas City Chiefs. Where do they need the most help? What position do they need to get specifically in this draft in order for you to be happy about it? A wide receiver to replace Tyreek Hill. Yeah. That's the number one thing. Yes. And I actually hope they go out and get Debo Samuel. Yeah, that's true. That's that's yeah. who I'd like for him to get because there's nobody in that draft class that I'd – I mean, other than that, I think that wide receiver for Ohio's decent. I mean, yeah. ain't he? I, I have, don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Like, I don't – I literally have not followed any of that that draft class because it's so terrible cool well tomorrow night <clears throat> watch a little bit of the draft at least first round like okay. the first round's fun and then after that you're yeah. like yeah whatever we're yeah. done i get a so. i get a glass of tequila and yeah. watch cool all right so we're gonna shift gears from the field onto the ice now do you pay any attention to nhl no Great. No, I mean, <laughs> awesome segment. Um, anyway, I don't, NHL playoffs I don't understand are about to start. that that game. I, really? I, just, I just don't. That and soccer, I don't watch them. Oh man, I I, okay. I, 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 I watch the fights. Got if it, there's right, a yeah, fight, yeah. I yeah, want to watch sense. that. But yep. I could, I know, I don't. The pot puck up and down the thing. Got it. Know. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so NHL playoffs are about to start. Bunch of good teams are going into that. We won't talk about it at all. We'll see how those progress. There okay. are a couple players, uh, you know, to still continue to watch. Should have got Carter so, in here for this one. 
Yeah, we yeah we probably yeah. should. Maybe we'll yeah. maybe we'll do an NHL only episode at some point. Yeah. I will probably have to buy out too because I don't know much about the NHL. Um, I'm a Detroit Red Wings fan though, so I'll give him credit for that. So so how are you a Red Wings fan, but you don't know anything at all about hockey? Well, no, I I know about the Red Wings, and I used to watch a ton of Red Wings oh. games, but I don't still pay attention that deeply to the sport. Gotcha. So I know I understand the game, of course, but yeah, I don't. Growing up in Michigan, it's like Southern Canada, so yeah. Um, all right. MLB kicked off. Baseball is where it's at. We have now between now and October to watch baseball take place. Some of the big players that are back, obviously Mike Trout's back, you know, doing decent. Otani is okay right now. He hasn't started like a home run streak. Obviously people are going to watch people like Vlad and Acuna Mm -hmm. and that type of stuff. Is there anyone in the baseball realm that you feel strongly about or that you invest in yourself? I don't invest in baseball. No uh, one at all? No. It's vintage baseball only for me. Okay. Got it. That's the only thing that I invest in baseball. I mean, I like Mike Trout. I think he's a phenomenal player. Yeah. Uh, would I buy some Mike Trout on occasion? Yeah. But, I mean, he would be about the only one. Gotcha. Uh, and that's only because I like the guy. Sure. But, honestly, I don't think he's going to win a championship where he's at. I don't think uh, – I think he's already kind of crest that prime of his career. Yeah. Uh, but I still I still like the guy, and I like how he plays the game. Right. But it's vintage baseball for me. Gotcha. Cool. Any vintage baseball you bought recently or no? Uh, I picked up a 1909 T206 Ticom. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, not, a, that's not, a nice not too card. Bad. I'm looking for a nice uh, 52 tops Mickey Mantle to add to my stash of stuff. So Very cool. something really pretty. Yeah, yep. good. Well, I can't wait to see that in a DCI holder. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cool. Um, all right. So you kind of alluded to it earlier. I'll bring it up now. So there's a bunch of new sets that are coming out in May for football from last year. Okay. Does that make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So no, I'm going to walk makes, through. Makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're getting ready to do the next draft, and they ain't even released Right, and they the haven't other. even released last year's stuff. But yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So there are some, some of these big sets. So you have National Treasures. Something that are any of these things that you're going to buy right now? Are you going to consider buying National Treasures? I'm going to buy Prism and I'm going to buy National Treasures. Got it. Okay. And the longer that they wait on getting the Prism out, the more I'm disliking it and I'll just buy National Treasures. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, So you've got Select and Prism and National Treasures coming out the first two weeks of May right now. So scheduled for May 4th for National Treasures, May 11th for Prism. So those are back-to-back weeks. So that's a, that's a big one for Panini, as well as Select See, is coming they're, out. they're moving most of the time National Treasures releases after Correct. Prism. yeah. And it looks like now they're scheduled to release it before a week before Prism, probably because they're so far behind. And then a week, just over a week after that, they're releasing Flawless. That's another big set, Jeez. expensive set, followed up by Obsidian. And then Optic, believe it or not, is coming out June 3rd. Which I thought Optic used to used to come out before Prism it, came out, yeah. right? So no, Optic come out after Prism. Okay. National Treasures was always one of the last releases. I think Flawless might be the actual last yeah. release. Yeah. But man, that's a lot of high end football in such a short window. Whew. I wouldn't be surprised if that stuff does not come out high and just tank. just hang because there's just too many sets. Yes. Again, of all those high-end sets at the same time, that would be my worry. Yep. So the only the only thing that's going to keep that high is the breakers selling those breaks yep. at the high price points. That's yeah. the only thing that's going to keep that product high. Got it. If that wasn't in place, that that product would tank. 
right gotcha. off the bat. So if there's one case that you can get, which one do you buy? You can only- National Treasures. So you buy one case of NT. And that's just because I'm not looking to buy all that stuff and then turn around and, and flip it. Now, if you're looking for lots of cards and the opportunity to, to flip more, mm-hmm. then, I mean, you're going to be buying more along the lines of your Prism. Sure. Prism's the most liquid product that's yeah. out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's super easy to, to turn. Yeah. yeah. National Treasures is an interesting rip, though. Uh, Na- National Treasures is fun. I mean, yeah. But I, you would rip the patch cards and then you just – I just put them in a box. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, if you could only invest in either a case of National Treasures or Flawless, would you take Flawless or no? no national Treasures. You would still stick with the NT. Okay. And and a lot of people like the Flawless just because they say that it's game worn. Yeah. I could care less if it's game worn, game used, event worn. Just give me a pretty patch and not a napkin and an on card <laughs> yeah. auto. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So the napkin patches are such a disappointment. Especially in such a high-end product. I mean, what, you, you yeah. pay $4,000, $5,000 for a box of Nationals Treasures, right. and you get it, and it's a single-color patch, and some of them even have stickers. Yeah. If yeah, I that's got, messed nah. up. That's, yeah. that's, I hate sticker autos because that, that that's laziness. That's yeah. complete laziness. Yeah. I mean, I understand it for some products, but not for a big product like that. I don't understand it for any products. It's laziness on the card manufacturers. They don't want to bring the athletes in to have the card signed on card. Yeah. So therefore, they ship out the the box of stickers for them right. to sign because yeah. it's less expensive. Sure. And easier, but then they turn around and they upcharge you on the product. Yeah. When it was less expensive for them to do anyway. That's so fair. if you're gonna keep charging me more money on the product, then you better be bringing them athletes in, and they better be signing on the card. If not, I ain't buying it. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about stuff like Donruss. I'm like those types of like Donruss, Phoenix, some of those brands that may make more sense to do that. Hell, I mean, what do you pay for a box of Donruss now? A thousand dollars? Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, yeah, not that cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, um, which which do you feel? And I think I know the answer. To this is a better product between Prism and Select. Which you think is a Prism. better product? Prism. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Select fan. Gotcha. So now I know one person can make an argument for select is that you have multiple levels of the same rookie. And so therefore you could get more of those high end rookies. But that that's, you're searching what I, that's what I don't like. I gotcha. don't, I don't like Confusing. field levels and all that. I don't like all that. Gotcha. I, I think I don't even like the fact that prism does. I think they had like 40 different parallels. Of yeah. The they same keep adding more every single year. And they that's do that for sure. so they can print more product and yep. more product. And, but yeah, I don't, I don't even care for all that. Gotcha. Do you think that there's too many sets in general? Yes. Right now? Okay. Is that ever going to change? No. <laughs> no. Simple. Simple answers. Yes. yes. No. I mean, it's yeah. not. I mean, it's just, it's just a flood of money, right? Yes. So I mean, if you, if you, if, money. yes, if you, that's exactly right. If yep. you were making money hand over fist, well, what, what, no. what's, what's the one thing that's always been taught to you? Don't change it if it ain't broken. True. And so this ain't broken. They continue to make money because everybody continues to want to pay for their product. Yeah. If people would stop paying the prices they wanted for their product and bring the prices back down, then they would eliminate some of those sets. But it's all about supply and demand. Yeah. And right now the hobby's willing to just pay. You see people, you know, loading up on wax and stocking it up at the house. And I wouldn't buy a single box of investment wax from 2020 and 2021 and going forward because it's just overprinted. Yeah. You're going to end up with all that stuff. It's going to be some great fire starters. I, you know, invite me over. We'll roast some marshmallows <laughs> and stuff with all that junk. 
Yeah, so I actually saw it yesterday. So I I don't mind ripping Bowman baseball, just a little, like a little bit of it. And I saw yesterday that it released on like Walmart or Target or one of those. It's like thirty two dollars for a blaster now at this point. And I'm just like, it wasn't that long ago they were twenty, right? And then probably even cheaper than that before. Mm-hmm. But it's just that some of the base stuff because they're not going to hit a lot of good stuff in there, you know. So just didn't seem worth it. So I passed up on that. So. All right. Any last comments from you about sports that are going on right now, players that you might want to keep a watch for or up the upcoming sets? No, not really. Uh, I'm really interested in that National Treasures. I want, I want to see if they actually did kept most of the cards as on cards. Sure. Uh, autos. So that's that's probably my, my most you know intriguing set for me right now. And are you going to buy National Treasures? I am. Yes. Are we going to rip it live here? Uh, Maybe. Maybe one box. I like to, I like to rip my stuff in private. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We maybe. might we may, we may do a box of prism, box of national treasure, okay. something along those yeah, lines. Maybe, maybe we'll may do, do both that. of them. Okay. Uh, cool. You know, but yeah, I, I, those are going to be the two products that I rip. And if I get a bunch of sticker autos, I'm driving over here to Panini and I'm <laughs> dumping it on their doorstep, which is right around the corner. There you go. So. Cool. All right, so for everyone out there, thank you so much for joining us on episode seven. Please like, uh, subscribe, hit the little bell icon, and follow us at DCI Grading. Uh, DCI Grading, uh, DCIGrading.com. Oh, totally forgot. Can you hit us up on that Cabo giveaway as well? Just give them just one more shout out on that. Every card that you submit through our online portal, DCIGrading.com, Every single card that you submit in for an RCR, you're going to get one entry into the Cabo trip giveaway. It's a seven-day beach vacation to a resort in Cabo. So you want to get in as many cards as you possibly can because the more entries you have, the better chance you have of winning. No limit on those entries. Yep. So get those cards in. Cool. And that runs now through June 30th. Through June 30th. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. That's awesome. Again, DCI After Hours hit us up on Patreon. And we're out. Big sexy out. Bye, everybody.